Hello, it's Rafaela here from ThreadUp. I continue to support the creative community through this crisis with all sessions now on video and phone calls. For details, please check threadup.co.uk. You can also find details of free check-ins I offer on my Twitter at threadup underscore and on Instagram and Facebook at threadup. Please share this. Somebody out there might need it. Stay safe and let's get through it together. Psychomedy Daily Dose, the spin-off series of short episodes of Psychomedy during this time of near total shutdown of a live comedy circuit due to coronavirus. I'm Nathan Cassidy, stand-up comedian and Bachelor of Science in Psychology, and every day now I'm going to be talking with a different comedian about the current situation, along with passing on some hopefully really helpful and positive strategies, coping mechanisms from the counselling professionals we partner with at threadup.co.uk. I'm hoping that by sharing experiences and some positivity with comedians, we can all get through this together in the best possible way. Yes, joining me on Psychomedy Daily Dose today, it's Nick Helm. Hello, how you doing? I'm good, how are you? I am okay. Good, goodbye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of content we want. Uh, good. Yeah, well, yeah. How are you and your family? We talked in the main episode, your sister's just had a baby. Is everyone well? Uh, yeah, everyone's well. Um, I had a little uh, FaceTime chat to my niece yesterday. Mm. That was nice. I haven't seen her uh, in a long, well, however long we've all been locked up for. Yeah. How long have we been in lockdown for? A month? I think it's nearly a month now, and yes, what are we, Monday, happy Easter Monday, and it's probably going to be extended, isn't it, probably tomorrow, or I think they're meeting today. So I, I've only just got a TV, right? Mm. So I haven't had to, so what happened was, let's just say on the, well, no, let's not just say, on the 6th of March, mm. um, uh, when we were still out, allowed out, um, I uh, began getting ill. Then I was ill for two weeks in bed, and mm. uh, just as I was able, you know, feeling like uh, up, you know, uh, feeling better and like getting up and ready to get out again, that's when we were put into lockdown. Yeah. Um, so you've been in lockdown for what? Yeah, a month and a month and a bit, a month and just, a week. Well, two weeks longer than anyone else. Yeah. But, well, two weeks longer than everyone else. But I mean. Um, it hasn't affected my personal daily life that much. Yeah, yeah. Well, it hasn't, it hasn't. But what I have been specifically doing here, Nathan, hmm. is I have... Um, I watched all of the Police Academy films in <laughs> one day uh, two weeks ago. Nice. So I watched all seven Police Academy films in one day. And... Oh. Uh, the big surprise about that was not only how watchable most of them were, uh, and actually, I would say some of them, I would say over half of the franchise is good. Mm. Not amazing. Mm. None of them are the best. I wouldn't say any of them are the best comedies ever made, but I would say that I think that they have been unfairly treated in the past 
Mm. Um, so, but also how kind of important um, Steve Guttenberg was to the franchise. Mm. Kind of like he's the, he's like the main guy that you that you turn to. He has all the exposition, you know. And then it leaves all of the other characters, which are pretty one-dimensional. Um, he allows all of them to just do their bits. And then it just, it happened to be, uh, Three Men and a Baby happened to be on, t um, on Sky yesterday. So I watched yeah. that. Good. And it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I'm glad you have your TV back. I mean, thank God for your TV. Well, the, well, the, I've been finding it really difficult to work because I normally have some sort of noise in the background. Yeah. And what TV does is it's sort of like a background noise. Mm. Um, and I just find that having some TV on in the background is actually, it keeps, it, well, I think it keeps me sane a bit. So yeah, yeah. it's like having the radio, I suppose it's like having the radio on. Yeah, yeah, I do that. I do that to keep me, yeah, when I'm down or depressed, yeah, I, I put the radio on quite a lot. How have you been from that perspective? You know, we talked about that a lot in the main episode. How have you been mentally in the last couple of weeks? Well, I've been fine. Um, yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think a lot of, I, I, what I guess I've learned is that a lot of my anxiety issues are sort of external. Um, uh, I've, man, I, you know, I've stayed in. I've uh, not done any soul searching, but like um, I've uh, enjoyed my own company uh, mm. and I've enjoyed not having like um, uh, some sort of like external deadline of right, you have to leave the flat, you have to get on public transport, you have to, you know, I, I, I like the, I, I, I've enjoyed the fact that. Um, I've been completely in my own little bubble and self-contained and not had to really uh, interact with uh, the world like oh. that. Um, I find that all very stressful. I find, you know, I love, I love performing. I love standing up on stage. I love making people laugh. Oh. I love all of that. What I have a trouble with is the 95% of my life that surrounds that. Oh. which which is kind of like getting to a venue getting to a gig uh waiting to go on stage going on stage you know and, and all the way back to writing the the show trying to predict what's funny and what's not funny oh. um having like in my back pocket some of the all-time worst gigs ever oh. and uh, even though that sort of like makes up maybe 0.5 of a percent of all the gigs I've had, mm. you know, it always sort of like haunting you every time you're about to go on stage thinking, well, maybe this will be the worst gig I've ever had. I know, mm. I know what they can be like. So it's kind of like, so not having all of that is kind of, um, and also not having any of that on the immediate horizon has yeah. sort of like lift, lifted a lot of uh, mental, uh, pressure off of me so that I'm not kind of like predicting um, uh, a next uh, my next professional death do you know what I mean mm, mm. do you think maybe out of this you know you maybe change the way you work when we get out of this you know you can maybe choose to do things that make you less anxious maybe I don't know 
I think I'm, I think I'm gradually learning what is important to me. Yeah. And I think I've made decisions in the past which are based around uh, fear and frustration um, that aren't necessarily things that um, are what I want to do. Mm. Um, so I think, uh, yeah, I, I think, I don't know, we'll see. Everything might just revert back to normal. It might just be like, you know, you hear those stories uh, about um, planes that are that are crashing, and everyone goes crazy and starts fucking each other, and then all of a sudden uh, <laughs> the plane corrects itself, and then everyone's safe again, and everyone just puts their clothes back on and pretends <laughs> nothing happens, yeah. and they never and they never talk about it ever again. <laughs> yeah. We don't know what might come out of the end, other end of this is that, you know, we just sort of like move on as a society and, and, and not go on and on about it. It's like, it's impossible to think that there'll be anything, <clears throat> anything new created that doesn't take this global uh, occurrence into account. Do you know what I mean? It's like when September 11th happened, uh. um, everything every piece of media was affected by that after yeah and um i think it will be colored colored by it colored by it certainly if not directly referencing it i mean how do you how do you go about writing a comedy show that doesn't reference this i think comedy is going to be kind of like a really sort of um <laughs> live comedy uh. I mean, for at least for a few months, but people can be mentioning it for fucking ages because everyone's, I don't, either. I mean, I've been, it's been really weird because I haven't, re, you know, aside from wanking jokes, I haven't really, <laughs> I haven't really come up with like my hot take on how I feel about all this. But I'm oh, sure. Me too, me too. It's hard, it's hard. Well, maybe it could, it could be either, it could be one or the other. It could be that everyone comes out of this um and uh, everyone's got like a a, a new show or uh, everyone's got their take on what it was like in lockdown and do you remember this and did you you know everyone's come out with their whole new routines or it could be the fact that no one ever mentions it again and we all just move on or yeah i just find it i think it'll just be colored by it in the way that if people are saying oh isn't easyjet horrible isn't it terrible when you're flying ryanair people will go well not so much now i <laughs> i'll fly anything that's the sweet like the crying baby on the flight which we were previously annoyed by is now like the sweet klaxon of freedom you know i think we'll adapt a lot quicker than that i think it'll take about 15 minutes into a fight with a crying baby for you to uh, snap back <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. I saw on your Twitter you were talking about that your body is in isolation, but your mind and your hopes and your dreams soar through the parks like sparrows on the twilight breeze. That was quite yeah. lovely. Are your yeah, kind of hopes, are your hopes and dreams? Are you thinking more about, as I say, what you want to do after this? What you're hoping for? What your dreams have they have they changed in terms of either personally or your career at all? It's weird because. Um... Because this all happened at a time when I was thinking about what it is that I wanted to do anyway. Mm. I'm 40 this year. Mm. And um, 
and I've been kind of like thinking, what you know, what do I want to do? I was coming to, I was coming to the end of a tour, but that's been delayed or postponed until later on, and so I've still got that looming. Um, but I don't, I don't know how I feel about it. Or I know that live work really. I, I think, I, I mean, I'm good at it. I'm good at live work, but I find it very stressful. Mm. Um, and so, if you spend most of your time being completely stressed out and uh, overwhelmed by your own job, then what is what is it that you really want? What I really love is I love being in music, a music studio and recording. Um, uh, music and being creative that way in a way that doesn't involve other people's opinions at the genesis level mm. you know in terms of uh, when you're thinking of an idea of something creative so many ideas get scrapped because you think well people won't like that yeah and what recording in a studio makes you do is just think about what it is that you find funny and what it is that you like and that you think is good. And then when, you, when I record music and when I record albums, I'm in a room and I'm sat there and uh, go over and over and over and over the songs until I'm happy with them. And then you release them. Oh. And, you think um, you could do that with comedy shows you know a lot of people are doing that online and just releasing it without laughter they're doing it in their own lounges do you think there's a as in stand-up well kind of comedy any kind of comedy just like solo comedy i feel i feel like i'm quite an introvert and i haven't felt like this overwhelming need to uh film my um uh, film my experience in lockdown yeah you know uh, yeah. And fe- I haven't felt like an overwhelming need to um, uh, I don't know if it's naive or not, but it's just kind of like I just feel like we're all going through this thing, mm. and it's a very personal thing for everyone. And when this is over, I'm going to kind of try and go back to my job. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But at, the time, at this time, I've sort of used a lot of this time for kind of like working out my, myself. I don't have an overwhelming need to have people uh, look at me. And, uh, and I'm not saying this is a bad thing or anything. I think it's really difficult. We're all performers. You know, comedians, we're performers. And we sort of like exist, only really exist with an audience. Mm. And um, and I've been tweeting a lot more, and I've been um, doing a lot of Instagram and stuff like that. But I don't really, f- I don't really feel like um, I have ordered like a tripod for my um, for my phone because I've got an idea for filming uh, an arts and crafts thing. Oh, nice! But nice. Um, but aside from that, there is a point where you've got to sort of like rethink. Yeah, well, how do we yeah. make how yeah. do we make money in a world where we're not allowed to go out into large groups of people? Yeah, but but um, absolutely, I, this I, is I, a it's a chance for a reset and a rethink. And as you say, if you are thinking at this time that what's 
fires me? What do I enjoy without anxiety? And if that's making albums or if that's doing anything else, then this is a chance to reset and rethink and come out of this with something that you want to do as well as what people want you to do, you know? Well, yeah, I think that that when you have like um, the pressure of everyone else being so busy, you kind of get swept along with it and go, Mm. well, I've got to do a tour and I've got to do, you know, eight out of ten cats you know i've got to do do you know what i mean and then it's kind of like you go well what actually makes me happy and uh, i would say sometimes that stuff isn't that isn't what makes me happy um but um and also like when lockdown happened my first thought wasn't how do i get a camera and uh uh, film my experience and and put it out there my first thought was kind of like all right let's just take a breather yeah beautiful Um, yeah nice so I don't know. I have got ideas of stuff to do, and I, th- and I think things will change. But I think that, 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 like you said, it's just kind of like I'm trying not to, I'm trying not to act, act with fear and panic, and I'm trying to just sort of like consciously think about what it is that I want to do and what I think is 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 good. And my favourite creative stuff is not not is is the stuff not necessarily the easy stuff, but the stuff that comes the most natural. Where, where like I will sing a song to myself and then I will write it down and I'll go right. I've just written a song, you know. Yeah. Um, that comes naturally to me sometimes. Whereas grabbing a camera and then doing like a, you know, like a a, a monologue to my fan base, um, yeah. that doesn't that feels awkward to me. Um, Sounds like out of this, you might create a beautiful album or... Well, it's halfway through an album, but I've got yeah. other ideas for other things now. So it's just kind yeah. of like, sure. I think if anything, what it's taught us all, whether it's me or other comedians or people in... Do you know what I mean? My parents are using Zoom now. Yeah. And, uh, and my mum was sort of way behind in terms of technology. And I had to just say, technology isn't going anywhere. You know, it's only going to get more complicated. So you might as well just learn how to download a podcast now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, rather than being scared about it. And yeah. um, and I think what it's done is it's kicked us all into like this thing. And, and as comedians, you know, I think one of the things I've found most frustrating over the last few years is trying to get anything made mm. in terms of TV. Um, I, I, I was very lucky early on in my career where I had... Uh, I had TV thrown at me yeah. uh, and I did all that and then and, and now I've got to a point where it's kind of like you have to go through you know um, the trials of Hercules to get anything made now what this has taught us is that we don't need to rely on those people yeah absolutely yeah. If, yeah. if you've got an idea you don't have to kind of like beg permission to make your idea what's amazing about stand-up comedy is that you don't have to beg permission to tell your jokes you can get on at a gig and do your jokes. Yeah. And you can you can write them, you can perform them, you can direct them, you know, you can you're in complete creative control over that. Yeah. And then the, something with comedy, as soon as you get past another level, they go, Thanks very much. Uh you've done very well. Uh and now your opinions don't count. Yeah. And uh uh and it's and it's frustrating, but I think that what this has taught us all is that with technology, it's all within our grasp. And, you know, 
uh, we've all got, uh, you know, there's Disney Plus has come out and we've all got Netflix and there's Amazon Prime and, you know, there's all these streaming services. Um, and yet there's still uh, Live at the Apollo on the BBC. And I think, um, I think there are millions, well, maybe not millions, but there's hundreds of thousands in this country of comedians that are all trying to find their voice and trying to reach their audience. And yeah. in actual fact, what maybe this crisis has taught us is that um, that we can cut out the middleman. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you very much. There's so much beautiful stuff in there. A chance to reset, a chance to rethink, a chance to really find what you want to do in life. And yeah, absolutely. Cutting out the middleman, getting what you want to do artistically or anything you want to do out to the people that want to hear it. And yes, even our parents can hear it now because they've learned the technology. It was beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. The brilliant and beautiful Nick Helm there. Get him on Twitter at the Nick Helm. So yes, as we discussed, we are more than likely in the UK going to go into another period of lockdown now. And I think that's going to hit a lot of people's mental health and a lot of people's optimism and positivity and I thought I'd mention at this point I was sent a brilliant little video from Simon Sinek a motivational speaker on LinkedIn it's got half a million views on LinkedIn you may have seen this where he talks about the difference between optimism and positivity and I've been saying every day on this stay positive and he makes a point which I think is a good one that uh, some people see uh, optimism as naive, um, where Simon makes the point that optimism is different from positivity. Positivity can be saying things are good when they're not. Oh, I'm always a positive person. Optimism is never naive. It's not the denial of reality. This is what he says. Optimism is that we will get through this. However long the period of lockdown is now, it's not a denial of what is that this is going on. It's a fundamental belief that there is a light at the end of the tunnel, however long that tunnel is, and we will get through this, and we will get through this together. I thought that was a great point to make. So I'm going to change what I say at the end. You'll notice a slightly different word, but that is our show for today. Join us again tomorrow on Psychomedy Daily Dose. Thanks so much for listening. Please give us a five-star review. Please keep the comments coming. Your positivity is needed more now than ever. Psychomedy is produced by Mike Hansen at Pop People Productions. Check out psychomedy.co.uk. There's more mental health tips there from our counselling partners, threadup.co.uk. Do look out for their check-in sessions this week, their free check-in sessions. I'm Nathan Cassidy. Lots of love to you all. Thanks so much for listening. If you do want to support the podcast, like quite a few people have over the Easter weekend, it's blown me away. Please go to patreon.com slash Nathan Cassidy and you, uh, or ko-fi.com slash Nathan Cassidy and you can support the podcast there. Thank you so much for the support. Thank you for the kind messages i've had quite a few messages saying uh this is really helping people get through this so thank you don't forget the corona free hour 8 or 9 p.m i think that's still really important let's take our minds off this particularly if and when the lockdown is extended this week let's take our mind off it for a certain period of the day anyway stay healthy stay optimistic and tune back in for more psychology daily dose tomorrow 